Good day, saints. Um, can we read the book of John, chapter 14, verse 1? It says, Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. When the Lord Jesus says, in my Father's house are many mansions, he means that in the body of his Father, because the Lord said that we are the body of Christ. So Christ also is the body of the Father. So he's saying that in his Father's body, there is many mansions, and he's going to prepare a place for us in his Father's body. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And where I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Let us continue. Okay. Let me skip. It goes, let's go to verse 6. It says, if ye, verse 7, If ye had known me, ye should have known my father also, and from henceforth ye know him and have seen him, because you see Jesus and now you see his father. And then Philip said unto him, Lord, show us the father and it is sufficient. And then Jesus said unto me, unto him, have I been such a long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me? Philip had, Philip he had seen me, Philip he that had seen me had seen the Father. And how sayest thou, then thou show us the Father? Verse 10, it says, Believe thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself. But the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe in me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works I say. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believed on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. I like verse 10 where he says that believe thou not that I'm in the Father and that the Father is in me. The Lord Jesus says that he dwells in the Father. Remember he said that he's going to prepare a place for us in his Father, that in his Father there are many mansions. In the body of his Father there are many mansions. And he says that he is going, he says that, let me read it again, he says, and if I go, verse 3, and he says, if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. He's going to prepare a place for us in the Father. While we are, meaning that while we are on earth, we can go to the place where he is. He says, I will come again and receive you unto myself. He will receive us in his body to be part of his body and to dwell in his body. We will have a dwelling place in his body because his body is in the Father. Now he's going to come back and receive us unto himself. That where I am, there ye may be also. Remember that Adam and Eve, 
they were one with their father. The Adam and Eve soul, it had to dwell their soul and a spirit and their spirit. Their dwelling place, it was inside of God. But when sin came, they lost their dwelling place inside of God. Hence, they became conscious of sin. They could see that they are naked because now their soul and their spirit was no longer dwelling in God. It was just in the universe. It was within them and just all over, but it was not in God. So now Jesus Christ, he comes. He says that I am in the Father. He says that in the Father, it's many places inside of the body of the Father. Inside are many mansions. I am going to go and prepare a place for you because he knows that man's soul, it cannot dwell alone or man's spirit, it, can, it cannot dwell alone. It needs a dwelling place and that dwelling place, it is inside the body of the Father and the body of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And he says, believe thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me. The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Do you see the model of heaven? The Father dwells in Jesus Christ, and the Father, he speaks he speak his words through Jesus Christ because he dwells in Jesus Christ. And the works that Jesus Christ that he does, the works meaning that the healing, the deliverance, the prophecies and everything, he is doing them because the father dwells inside of him. And the father tells him what to do because the father dwells in him. He knows the word, the, the word of the father. Remember the Lord Jesus says that my sheep, they know my voice and the enemy's voice, they shall not know. So also the Lord Jesus, he is like a sheep of the father. He knows the father's voice and the father, he dwells in him. Now the father tells him, take mud and heal this one. Do this, tell that one to live up this end or just spit on this one. They will be healed or give this one this word and then they will be delivered or healed. It's a father that speak the words inside of him and he has trained himself. He knows the voice of the father and the father dwells in him. Now he speak it through him. But however, I want us to talk. However, I've seen something that is contrary in the body of Christ. I've had once an experience where I will not mention names here, but I was at another church and uh, I can't remember when. I remember I was praying for a tender and this tender was like about two million. And I was praying and asking God to bless me with this tender. And as I was praying, remember we've got the senses, right? We can feel, touch, sense, and hear, and everything. And the senses, it's a way of communication. God can use our senses to talk to us, and we also can use the senses to communicate. And now, as I was praying, I felt the presence of this man of God. And I could hear that he is listening as I'm praying. I'm praying, asking God to bless me with this tender. And I can hear the presence of this man of God is here. He's listening. I'm praying for this tender. The next day I go to church. The man of God, the very same man of God that I felt the presence, his presence when I was praying, he calls me, he gives me a prophetic word. And he says, you 
the Lord's going to bless you with a tender and you're going to give a tithe of 200,000. You know, I laughed. I said, that is not prophecy. That is soulish prophesying because this person's soul was around me when I was praying. This is the thing that we experience that I, I myself, I don't know how many people experience this, but these are the things that we encounter in the body of Christ. And uh, I don't know if people preach about this, but I've never heard anyone preach about it. But me, myself, because this is a thorn in the flesh to me, because this is what I'm experiencing, I will talk about it because it's a thorn unto me. And the Lord God Almighty says that, the word of God says that we bring light into the darkness, we defeat darkness with the light, and when the light comes into the darkness, it introduces the darkness into the light that there must be repentance. I mean, if I was ignorant, if I wasn't sensitive, I was going to go out and be happy, say that, okay, I received a prophecy from the man of God. I'm going to get two million and give a tithe of 200,000. It never happened and God did not speak. This man used to always traveling, traveling or astral projection to where I was praying, just listening to my prayer. And he said that he gave me its prophecy. That is not prophecy. That is sin. It is always traveling. It is astral project. It's not sin. It's 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 not prophecy at all. And also the other thing that I've experienced this scripture where the Lord Jesus Christ says that I dwell in the Father and the Father dwells in me. You find you know the prophetic ministry. It's a ministry that is so sensitive. When a person gives you a prophet, when a prophet gives you a prophetic word, at that time you that is listening, your spirit is so vulnerable. Because the moment when he receives, put a word on you, you, you there they can be even soulless ties or soul ties on your spirit and his. And you become vulnerable at that time. It takes a man of God that is that fear God to say, to say that I'm going to release a word and not use the, the vulnerability of this person. I myself, I found myself very vulnerable. Because in me, I feel, you know, that instead of me feeling the presence of the word of God living inside of me, now I feel the presence of human spirit living inside of me. You hear voices like, ah, but this is the voices of so and so, and this is so and so doing this, and familiar spirit staying in me. That is wickedness. That is not what the word of God says. The word of God says that the Lord Jesus Christ says that I and my father shall dwell inside of you, and you shall dwell inside of us, not the human spirit. God did not design a human spirit to dwell inside another human spirit. That is wickedness. But you find that happening in the body of Christ Jesus. I mean, if that is happening in your soul and in your body, how are you going to get a breakthrough? Because everything about your life is exposed. Whoever that is dwelling in your body can see even your breakthrough in a spirit realm. And they have access. They can even take it from you or block you. Then you, you find yourself that you complain that, okay, struggling with the spirit of poverty. The reason why there is a spirit of prophet is because of these human spirits that is around a person. And if a person, I found myself being ignorant in this part because I could not even stop them because I did not know what it, it was. I'm only getting knowledge now as I'm reading the scripture, but this is sin. You cannot, as a child of God, having another human spirit or the spirit of a man of God, a woman of God, dwelling inside of you. I know in the book of I was written in Ezekiel chapter 11, where God 
called Ezekiel, telling Ezekiel to go, called him as a watchman. The children of the leaders of Israel were doing wickedness. They were worshiping the sun. They were worshiping the moon. And then God told Ezekiel, he took him by the spirit. He said, I want you to come and see. Read Ezekiel 11 verse 1. Let me read it for you. It says, Moreover, the Spirit lifted me up and brought me out unto the east gate of the Lord's house. Do you see what Ezekiel said that he didn't go by his soul or by his will? He said that the Spirit lifted me up and brought me out unto the east gate of the Lord's house, which looked eastward, and behold, at the door of the gate, five and twenty men, among whom I saw Jeanaziah, the son. This is the people that he saw. The Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit of God came in and picked him up and told him, come and see. Not him doing it by his will. So as a man of God, as a woman of God that prophesied, you need to wait for the Spirit of God to come and tell you, saying that come and see what Karen is doing. Or come and see what is happening inside of Karen. Not for you to make your dwelling place inside of me. I'm asking myself, how many currents are there in the world? How many people who have been in my situation, maybe they would have got mad or tried to commit suicide because it is wickedness. God did not design the spirit or the soul of another human being to dwell in another woman being. Uh-uh. God designed his word of God to dwell inside of your heart and your soul and your spirit and not the spirit of another human being. It is sin. It's totally sin and it's wickedness because when it's like that, you get easily manipulated. You will think that his God is to you only is the human spirit you will imagine even it manipulates your mind to see things or to hear things because it's a human spirit living inside of you and now taking control will you say that is that person that is doing those things because now it is a human spirit. it is not supposed to be there like that it is sin let us continue to john 14 hallelujah paul say that i had a flesh in the thorn and he talked, he says that I delight talking about my weaknesses. Because when you speak about your weaknesses, when you speak about the darknesses inside of you, expose it, the light come in. And evil triumph in the world because the righteous, they don't talk about it. We can only defeat evil when we talk about it. We can only expose the work of wickedness when we talk about it and say that this is wickedness. This is wrong. It is not in the word of God, but it happens in the body of Christ. Hallelujah. And when the spirit of a human, you know, this thing of human soul, of, of soul ties, of human spirits, there is deliverance of the demons, but there is also the deliverance of the human spirit. And this is what I'm talking about. It's human spirit because it goes even to where the soul touch gets so deep where there is even sexual relations and it can even go to sexual rape. It can even go to perverted sexual identity because now this human spirit determines, it, it determines its wills, it comes with demons of perversion and of wickedness upon this human spirit. How many human soul spirits, how many human souls has been manipulated by other human spirits human souls in the world and people not knowing because it happens at a subconscious level but the word of god there is a key and an answer in the word of god hallelujah let us go to continue with our text in john 14 it says verse 12 
Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall, shall he do also, and greater works than this shall he do, because I go unto my father. And wherever ye shall, whatever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the father may be glorified in the son. Because now Jesus says that when he dwells inside of you, whatever you ask in his name, that he shall do for you. That the father may be glorified inside of you. Not because the human spirit dwells inside of you. Uh -uh. Because the father dwells inside of you. When the human spirit dwells inside of you, even that prophetic, prophetic of the human spirit, you cannot take soul spirit because the human spirit dwells inside of you. You need to be cleansed before God and say, God, cleanse me completely of any evil and wickedness inside of me. And then he says, verse 14, if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it because my spirit, it dwells in you and my word dwells in you. Verse 15, if you love me and keep my commandments and I, and I will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. The spirit that's supposed to dwell inside of us, it's the Holy Spirit and not the, whole, the human spirit. May the Lord deliver us from wickedness. And if this you are not feeling, if it's not happening to you, check yourself. Check the words that you hear. Check your desires. Check your influence. Check your dreams. You can find a key there. Hallelujah. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth within you, and he shall be in you. The spirit of truth is the one that's supposed to dwell inside of us. And when the spirit of truth is inside of a man, the human spirit cannot dwell. Soul spirits cannot dwell. Soul trials cannot dwell. May God deliver us. I am talking to myself as well. May God deliver us. Let the spirit of truth take root inside of me. Let the spirit of truth be the one that break every illegal soul tie. That Christ may manifest himself in me. Verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seems yet no more. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in the Father, and ye are in me, and I am in you. I like this. He says that at that day ye shall know that I am in the Father, and ye are in me, and I am in you. Our dwelling place, it's not our body, but the dwelling place of our soul and our spirit is in Christ. No human spirit is supposed to dwell in another human spirit. No. All human spirit, they are a dwelling place. It's in Christ Jesus. Soul ties, it's a total sin before God. It's a no, no, no before God. All souls and spirits are supposed to dwell in Christ. And Christ and our souls and our spirit through Christ are supposed to dwell in God. Hallelujah. He that had, it says that he that had my commandments and keepeth them, he, it is he that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall love, shall be loved of my father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Can you see how Christ manifests himself to us? 
when his commandment dwell in us and he dwell in us and we dwell in him and in the father then christ manifests himself not when the human spirit is inside of you not when soul ties are inside of you christ cannot manifest then another is manifesting if you want christ to manifest in you there shouldn't be any soul ties there shouldn't be any human spirit that dwells inside of you it should be the word of god and christ dwelling in you and you dwelling in christ then Christ will manifest himself upon you. Hallelujah. Okay. And then Judas said unto him, Is not Judas Iscariot, not Judas Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou will manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our boat in him. The soul of man was created for God to make his abode inside your soul. Your spirit was created for God to make its abode inside your spirit. And not human souls and not soul ties. Because the, those chains, those network of the souls and the soulies and the spirit, spiritual souls, those are satanic and witchcraft chains. Those chains network of human soul ties and human spirits. Those are satanic and witchcraft. And God, it is wickedness before God. Our souls, it should be knitted together and built together and formed in Christ Jesus and not in one another. The word of God say that we shall know the truth and it shall set us free. And the word of God say that let he that have an ear hear what the spirit of god is saying we are living in the last time this is the time where we have to preach the more about witchcraft where we have to preach the more about satanism and expose it and expose its strategies and expose all the schemes and the ways of the devil i will talk i will preach more about my sufferings i will preach more about my my attacks and my torments so that somebody is i'm asking myself if i'm quiet what if there's another karen in the world and I get judged before God that I kept quiet and never talked. The more I talked, the more people will be helped. And the more light will come. That light will even come to me also and set me free. May God bless you as you think about these things. Shalom.